Today's episode of The Ride Podcast is brought to you by The Click Ring. Wear the ring and show the world that you can live your line at clicring.com. Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Thursday, November 5th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Another beautiful day, you guys. A little bit cloudy, but it's nice and warm. It feels like spring has sprung. But I know the the reality is soon we might have to be hunkering down for winter. But Lord, just bring on some more warmth. I don't mind if we have a mild winter. I really, really don't. So the other night... A couple nights ago, I had a hard time sleeping because my mind was spinning. You ever have that? You're just thinking too much about what you need to do, what you did, whatever. Normally, I can just kind of turn off all thinking and, uh, you know, get a good night's sleep. And, um, yeah, I realize that's a gift. But this particular night, uh, I could not turn off, and and I was thinking about my, of all things, a tool bench that I was building. I built the bench a couple days back over the weekend, and I like it. I wanted to add some drawers to it, massive drawers to hold tools and stuff, and uh, I couldn't get the process of building those drawers out of my mind and it caused me to have some sleep deprivation I guess but anyway so you know I had to take care of that so the next day I went to the store and got some of the parts I needed for that and I worked on it last night worked kind of late on it it's gonna be sweet I'm about halfway through that process so after I got done working on that until you know you get you you work later into the night and you hit a certain spot and you just gotta stop my brain was fried so I figured everything out I got all my measurements made some of the the parts so tonight I should be able to just knock it out but after that I had to watch a little bit of my favorite show I'm gonna let you in on a little secret one of my favorite shows not necessarily because it's a great show, and mind you, I, I watch very little TV. Um, this particular show I watch on Netflix, because I think $10 a month is, or whatever it is, $8 a month is a whole lot cheaper than cable, and since I'm not a big sports fan, as you know, so sue me, um, you know, I don't need, I don't need all that other stuff. I'm, I'm in the process of reading my books, remember? Go back to the podcast called The Book List and find out what I'm talking about. But anyway, after I got done working, I need to veg a little bit. You know, I, after I got home from work, all I was doing was chores, chores, chores. I'm wanting to knock the things off my to-do list. And I, I, it's fun to do that. And it is getting smaller, so that's cool. But after I got done working... I had to veg a little bit, so, and this is, you know, late at night, and I don't know why I do it, but I'm kind of a night owl, 
So I'm watching my show. So my show, drum roll. Like I said, it's not like, it's probably not your favorite show, but I'll explain why in a minute. But The Office. Yep. I think it's because I was watching that show and I, I binge watched that sucker during a period of time last year that I was going through. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't last year. It was a couple years before that when I was really going through a stressful period of time. I'd be working late every night and I'd come home and that's what I would do. I would just unwind watching The Office. Don't know why. Maybe it's because it takes place in an office and I worked in an office. I don't know. I figure that it's a fairly tame show. There might be some things in it that you don't appreciate. There's some things in it I don't appreciate that I would not agree with. Um, But I'm just letting you in on a little part of Rusty's life so that I can bring us to what I listen to in the Word of God today. Okay, because, you know, you might have an impression of who Rusty James is and, and you think you might think that's the only show he watches or, you know, that's the thing he thinks is, is so cool. You should really check out this show. Well, I'm sure there's other ones out there and, you know, whatever. But for whatever reason, that one spoke to me. And I'm, I'm going through it again, believe it or not. And that's what I watched last night. But then there might be some of you who say, Oh my goodness, you're kidding. Rusty James, you've been talking about the Word of God and you, listen, and you watch that show? Don't you realize that there's this, 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 and that, and the other thing in that show? So, Romans 14. If you got your Bible, pull it up. I'm not going to read it word for word, because you can do that. You know, Romans 14, Paul is talking about how all foods, in and of themselves, are not sinful or, you know, they're kind of amoral. In fact, even wine, it was mentioned. And his recommendation for the believer is to know, first of all, don't judge other people who have different opinions about the foods that they ingest. Don't judge them. Everyone will be judged by the Lord. He does recommend that we be careful and not get into things that might be a stumbling block for somebody else. So with all the craft beer and um, different um, alcoholic, you know, craft things that that are happening in this day and age, there's a lot of interest in that. And, you know, I grew up in a Christian family and, you know, alcohol was like a big taboo. And you grow up in this day and age and it's maybe not so much that. And what's being said here is that, you know, in and of itself, there's not an evilness to the different food or the different beverage. Obviously, if ingesting the thing causes you to sin, then you have a problem. But 
but the thing isn't evil. That's what Romans 14 is talking about. It's talking about food. It's also talking about how people revere days. You know, if a day is sacred to one person, but it's not sacred to somebody else, don't judge the person who thinks it's sacred and don't judge the person who thinks it's not sacred. It's kind of a challenging chapter. But I brought up that thing about the office to challenge our thinking maybe a little bit. Because you, as soon as I brought that up, you might have thought a certain thing about me. And isn't it funny if, if you really have a hard time with that? And I'm not trying to justify it necessarily. I'm not saying it's pure and holy because it certainly is not. But I'm just telling you the way it is and you know I'm just a real person. I'm not just a real person. I am a real person. I'm trying to eliminate the word just from my vocabulary. I think we use it too much, especially in prayer. Think about it. But anyway, so I bring that up so that we can kind of confront this issue. If you thought a certain way about me before today, and then when you heard about the office and that I like to watch it, and you had formed a different opinion about me, you should really consider if you're judging me. Like I said, I'm not trying to say that I'm doing the right thing. I'm just, this is just an opportunity for us to look at our life. So when we're out and about and we're coming across people who, you know, I mentioned about alcohol and and how that was so taboo when I grew up. Smoking was another thing like that. And, you know, I would see somebody, as a kid, I'd see somebody who was a smoker and I would make a judgment about them. It's hard, It's kind of hard not to. I guess my challenge to us today is that you're going to run across people who have different opinions about stuff. They watch different shows. They eat different foods. They celebrate different seasons and different days, festival days, different cultures. In this Romans chapter, Paul is saying... Those things are less important. You let God be the judge of those things. Your task is to live in peace and to live in righteousness. And when I heard that, I was wondering, well, isn't there, aren't there certain things that people do that I would consider them, you know, because they're doing that thing, that they're not righteous? So let's take me, for example, as a eight-year-old boy who looks at a smoker and thinks, well, they're doing something very bad to their body, and obviously that's a sinful action. I'm just, that's maybe how I thought then. I've come to realize it's a lot more complicated than that. The point is, we're going to run into people who have different opinions and fair is fair. If, you've, if you're allowed to have your opinions, they're allowed to have theirs. I'm of the opinion that God redeems anyone no matter what they're doing. A murderer on death row, a sex trafficker, an Al-Qaeda member, an ISIS person wielding a machete. God came to earth to die for those people. And don't you know, he came to die for you too. And your sin isn't any less dirty than theirs. At the core of it, 
Sin is simply a separation from God. And we are all separated from God until we come to a salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ. We are all that way. So how in the world can we judge someone who doesn't know the truth, for one thing, or is young in the faith and is you know, battling their own personal demons, their own personal addictions that have taken years to formulate, and, and maybe they're a new Christian and they're still dealing with issues. God's the judge. We're not the judge. We like to judge, though, because we like to kind of shun. We like to shun somebody who doesn't agree with us. It's, see, it's easier. What's harder, and we need to do the hard things sometimes, what's harder is to love somebody in the midst of, a, of their depravity, I guess. That's a harder thing to do. You know what, though? I know you can do it. You know how I know? Because that's exactly what Jesus did for you and for me. He loved us first while we're in the middle of our depravity. He didn't judge us because he realized that it's sin that needed to be judged, not me. And because I was living in sin, I didn't have an understanding of what the heck I was doing. None of us did. So we cannot, we should not, read Romans 14 and get, get that into you. We should be very careful how we view people. You know, we always, Christians always talk about how we need to be Jesus to people. Well, you know, Jesus, he's always portrayed as kind of, I don't know, I'm sorry if, if this might offend you, but a lot of times people see him as being not that masculine because he's always so lovey and all this stuff. But you know what? I think he was a man's man because he could love somebody while they were in the middle of their sin cloud. I'm picturing Pigpen from Peanuts hanging out in his sin cloud. But Jesus would enter and love that person even though there was this cloud of sin about them. He did that for us. He did that for you and for me and everyone who's out there still hanging around in their sin cloud. There is not anyone on this planet who is too far gone, who has done too much wrong to have the love of God come to them. And I'm speaking to you today because God put it in me to talk about this. And he knew that you'd be hearing this, I'm sure. And you might have thought, I've just done too many things wrong. There's nothing I can do right. And you are right. You are absolutely right. There's probably not a lot you could do right. But God did everything right. And you just have to take that gift of salvation. And it's a gift. He, he paid a price for it, but he gives it to you free of charge. The world has so many opinions and it's so easy and so ingrained in us to judge. Now obviously, let me be clear, there is behavior that is done and that is out in the world that it is clear it is in violation of what the Bible says. It's clear to me, it's clear to most people who are reading the Word of God. I mean, 
you wouldn't say to a murderer, well, you know, you were living in your sin cloud and you committed this murder, so it's okay. I'm not going to judge you on that. No, no. True that God will judge that person for the deeds that they've done. And there is a judge on earth that takes care of that too. We, the jury, are involved. But there are certain things in the Word of God that it's clear. I was talking about feasts and festivals and things like hair length and foods, clothing. Obviously, you must wear clothes that, you know, don't offend decency. So what are we going to do? I mean, it seems like it's hard to do. Hard to... Uh, it might be hard to turn off our judgments, our prejudgments of people. Well, we know what the Word of God says, and if we don't, we need to stay in that Word. And we need to live in peace with those around us, even if they don't fully understand the truth of the Word and, and they're living in their sin cloud. But we need to expose that, because we know the sin cloud causes there to be a blindness and it's our job to help kind of blow that cloud away and expose some truth but you don't trash the individual okay and the other thing we do is we pray for those who persecute us you know when we're exposing the truth they might rebel against the truth we're going to pray for them they might you know they might attack you verbally or worse we pray for God's protection in that case, and I pray for it right now t for you. But ultimately, we need to know that we have a good, strong relationship with our God so that we can bring the knowledge of Him to those around us, right? And because we've been focusing on this chapter in Romans where we're not wanting to judge little things about life, let's look at the core issues. Maybe that's where we stay. Maybe we talk about the core issues, sin and God's redemption for us and how he can bring us and kind of separate us out of the sin cloud into a place where we can see things better. And maybe then people will understand, oh, you know, those are things that I was doing and I really shouldn't have been doing. Let God be the, let the Holy Spirit and the Lord be the convictor of that person in some of these things. It's not our place. I'm going to just say, it's not really our place. We need to bring the light of the gospel out and let some of those other pieces fall off. They will fall off. Once somebody understands their relationship with the Lord, those things that are not fruitful, they'll fall away. I really believe for that. And if, if you don't see it happening, pray, pray that it happens for, for those around you. So I'm going to pray right now. Let's do this. Lord God, we come before you with humble hearts. Lord, we know that what you've done with our lives and how you've brought us from point A to point B, and you're going to bring us to point C. And help us to be the, the right kind of light to our fellow man so that we can help guide them from point A to B to C. But help us to not be judgmental. Help us to operate the way that you would have us operate. Remind us in your word how that is to be done. We thank you that you've given us this relationship, this gift of salvation. And we thank you, Lord, that you have, you have been bringing us to different levels in you. And you, even listening to this right now is more than we ever maybe would have considered. And that now we are looking 
outside ourselves. And we know that your spirit, when you flow through us and into the world around us, it actually empowers us. It, it grows and matures us. So thank you, Lord, for that. Help us to find opportunities to do that. And help us to not be judgmental. And help us to lift up those around us, even though they might not see the truth yet. And we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, everybody, you know what my sign-off is? I already said it. So I will see you on the flip.